Hi, everyone. Mitch from PickDogs.com here with Chris Ruflo. It is Monday, August 15th, almost halfway done. I guess we're a couple hours away from uh, August being halfway done. But, uh, Chris, did you realize that you don't show your, your winners? Oh, Some guy on the YouTube comments just having a good time on you. Um, that he'd be a lot more likely to pay for a subscription if you showed your winning tickets. Like, I guess your documented pick history since day one um, doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It, it's one of those things that maybe I don't show it enough. I don't know. Who I, I don't know if I can uh, make it any easier to find. <laughs> there have been there have been plenty. I can assure you of that, but just got to go looking for it. But maybe it's not enough. Anyways, it's ridiculous. I'm just going <laughs> to do what I always do, which is just delete this jerk. Curtis and them. It must be the and them that was talking about it. This guy's just an idiot. Anyways, man, how's it going? How was yesterday for you? You know what? It, it, it was uh, it was pretty good. The premium side could have been a little bit better, one and two, but uh, just one of those things where sort of everything kind of happened late, and uh, thankfully that that mess game stayed under, even though it was, it was kind of one sided in the middle innings. But uh, yeah, you know, it wasn't it wasn't a bad day. Kind of enjoyed the uh, the uh, the Sunday night preseason game as well. It was an entertaining game, and uh, yeah, I'm ready to start a new week one step closer to the regular season. The uh, the Mets were my $15 big play yesterday. Um, I went back to the well after they burned me by not covering the run line on Saturday. I went back to the well and took the Mets to just win the game, um, which then they cover the run line you know, easily. Um, always seems to work that way. But uh, so be it. We will always take the winners any way we can get them, but you know, full card of games today and uh, a lot of good action out there. So, um, you know, plenty to cover major league baseball week one of the preseason, of course, now in the books, as they say, and, uh, any observations out there? Just, just, I mean, I didn't put one premium pick on the preseason this week. I know that a few of the guys you know, slayed it. Yeah, just you know, seeing some some of the depth and you know, sometimes these uh, you know, these quarterbacks. I know it's, it's, you got to take it with a grain of salt because you know we always say it is only one game and it's only preseason. But you know, you take for example a guy like Matt Corral, a guy I was high on coming out of Ole Miss. Thought maybe he'd have a chance to, you know, maybe make some noise in that Panthers uh, Panthers rotation. Threw for just just one for nine for eleven yards. So. Again, it's it's like I said, you have to kind of just take it game by game and just realize that one game is not going to make everything. But uh, yeah, there were also a lot of high scoring preseason games for you know what I thought were going to be lower scoring with the third stringer seeing the majority of the action. I think a lot of that has to do with the new rules too. Um, yeah. You know, just uh, the rules always seem to the rule changes always seem to favor the offense. I think, you know, this year, you know, just a lot more of the same. Um, this one, today's revol- uh, 
rules changes really revolving around um, illegal contact. Um, so it's like even more ticky-tack penalties will be called. Last year, there was a big step back in um, those ticky-tack calls, and the NFL, for some reason, thinks that's a bad thing. I don't know. I, think, I always think you let them play. But, I, you know, I don't put too much into preseason. Not a lot of the starters playing, so, you know, you can't really look too much into it. And, you know, when you don't have the starters, especially at the key positions... You know, it just makes it difficult to judge. It's not like it's Aaron Rodgers throwing to his, you know, his top wideouts, and you know, so you can see exactly you know, how the guys are looking this year. It's more like a bunch of you know guys that may or may not make the roster. You know, looking to see if they could snag a win in the end. But um, yeah, anyways, Major League Baseball action. Um, a lot of games on the card today, so let's just get right into it. Sounds good, Chris. Sorry. Everything good over there? Yeah, I'm good. All right. Make sure we don't... Uh, I don't keel over. Yeah. We've got the uh, Tigers and the Guardians for a doubleheader right out of the gate, and then we got the Reds and the Phillies as well. Any thoughts on either of those Tigers games um, against the Guardians or... Um, the uh, Reds, Phillies. Yeah, the only one I kind of got a good read on was uh, I think game one of the doubleheader. And you don't need Joe Exotic when Aaron Savali is the new Tiger King. He's seven and zero in his career. It's, uh, an ERA just over two against Detroit. And while I'm, I haven't been a Savali fan for much of this season, I think this is a spot where the, uh, the the Guardians can get a pretty decent win over the Tigers. Tigers still struggling to hit right-handed pitching. I think that the Guardians can get to, to Drew Hutchison. I liked game two, but I don't like that line. I've liked what I've seen from Xavion Curry in the minors, but uh, Brian Garcia, he's not he's not going to be the answer to the Tigers' problems. But again, with a guy making his major league debut, I don't want to be laying minus 215 or even trying to chase the run line. So take a pass on that one, but I do like the, the Guardians in game one. I think the Phillies just absolutely pummeled Mike Miner here. You know, we saw the Phillies get shut down pretty well. Um, over the uh, weekend in New York, you know, just a lot of probably a lot of pent up frustration there as well. So I just think that, um, you know, when we look at this one, probably, uh, probably going to be a, a lot of runs for the Phillies and not a lot for, you know, Mike Miner and the Reds. I like what the Reds have done. I think that, you know, it's tough to, uh, to like a team that's, um, you know, been as bad overall as the Reds when it comes to the record. But you have to remember that they started, you know, 19 games under 500 to start the season. So I like that they've continued to try, try new things. And I think, you know, we saw yesterday, um, you know, they came through in a big way. I had them, you know, it's premium pick with Justin Dunn. So, uh, you know, not bad. Um, but I think today just, it's just a bad spot. You know, is what it is. Um, I just think that, you know, the Phillies competing for that playoff spot. And um, I think this one could get ugly. I also like the Phillies' first five in this thing. So I was keeping an eye on. I remember Noah Syndergaard struggled in when he was with the Angels on the road. Do you think that translated at all to 
you know, changing ballparks, going to Philadelphia, and then. I don't think it's going to matter. I think we're going to see a ton of runs in this thing. I think the over is a good play here as well. I mean, with Mike Miner, um, you know, the over is always in play. So, um, you know, I'm not really worried. About, I don't. I think that there's so much more to baseball than just starting pitching. And I think yeah. as many runs as Syndergaard gives up, I think Mike Miner is more than capable of giving up at least as many, um, if not more. So it's like, yeah. would you rather have Syndergaard on a bad day or Mike Miner on a, on a good day? Yeah, true. You know, I think that's what it really comes down to, you know, <laughs> on his best day. Um, anyways, what do you have for sale today? Well, for me today, right now, I only have my $15 pickoff play on the board today. Start the week strong with uh, with this one. I'm, I'm got a couple other plays right now that are only up for long-term subscribers. Might make it a three-pack, so keep your eyes peeled. But either way, use that promo code AUG15, AUG15, all one word, all lowercase, 15% off your purchase of Pick Dogs. Yeah, I have um, I have my fifteen dollar big play. Another winner yesterday um, with the Mets, easy winner, and um, I got another one I like again today. And uh, I'll have some other picks in there as well. So um, you know, for long term subscribers, I might put out a three pack too. So, uh, anyways, we will move on. Got the Marlins taking on the Padres. We got the Nationals and the Cubs and the Yankees taking on the Rays. Yeah, the two I liked in this one, I, li- I like the Chicago Cubs in this one. I don't always love laying, you know, juice with the Cubs. But Marcus Stroman, if there's one place he's actually been doing well this season, it's been on the road for the most part. And the Cubs have been playing some decent baseball, winning six of their last 10 games. Josiah Gray, you know, we're getting him in sort of the perfect storm spot. If you're looking to fade him, he's at home, he's playing at night. And uh, those are the two spots where, where Gray has really struggled this season. So lean towards the Cubs in that one. And I also like the under, whenever the line comes, I'm expecting it to be around eight, eight and a half in this Yankees uh, Rays matchup. Garrett Cole, you know, for all the issues he's had, especially at home in his last couple of starts, I think he's allowed 11 runs in his last two home starts. It's pitched pretty well against the, uh, the Tampa Bay Rays this season. I think a sub one ERA, a .77 whip and, the, the games this season between the Rays and the Yankees, for the most part, have been low scoring. So give me the under between the other uh, Rays and the Yankees in that one. I like the Rays here. I think fading Cole has been, you know, a really good position to be in. And the Rays are a team that have traditionally had his number. I also like the Marlins here against the Padres. I think it's going to be a low scoring game. Sandy got hit pretty hard last time, and I expect him to bounce back. I think he's on a track to win the Cy Young Award, and I think a he needs a few more good performances, and I think swike, striking out Juan Soto and Manny Machado a few times are going to help um, that campaign. So uh, I'm going to take the Marlins in this one. I also like the under in that game. And um, I don't know. I'm going to go to the other side. I'm going to take the Nationals against the Cubs, just a fate of the Cubs on the road really um, as well. So not not one that I love, that's for sure. But we'll go to our next set of games. We've got the Blue Jays and the Orioles. We've got the Braves and the Mets and the Twins and the Royals. Yeah, I think I was leaning towards the under eight and a half in that Twins-Royals game. You know, Joe Ryan, he has struggled in his last few starts. He's allowed 17 runs over that three-start stretch, but he does pitch well at home. I think he has, he's allowed more than three runs just once at home in all of his starts this season. I think... Uh, he keeps the, the Royals in check, but Chris Bubich been pitching very well himself. A sub three ERA in his last seven starts. I think uh, Bubich keeps helps keep this one under the total. 
And uh, I was also leaning towards the uh, the over eight in that Mets-Braves game. I think the offense has come to play here, and Carlos Carrasco has been performing fairly well, but he's also given up a lot of runs on the road this season. I think this one ends up closer to nine, maybe ten runs, so give me the over between the Mets and Braves. Um, I'm going to go for the uh, – I like the Orioles here against the against the Blue Jays. You know, the Orioles – Definitely did not have a good last couple of days against the Rays, but the Jays certainly had a bad time against the Guardians um, over the weekend. So you know, there's still a lot of baseball left to be played, but um, I expect uh, I expect the Orioles to to play hard. To me, the Jays just look uninspired. I also like the Twins here against the Royals. The Twins had a really rough stretch out west i know it's like they still have to come back home now it's usually never easy when you know that first game back without a day off coming home from the west coast so certainly not you know cruise control type game but you know you never know and i kind of like that under in the mets braves too carrasco's been decent and um you know strider has been a guy that you could see him racking up double digit strikeouts when he's on his game so i like that as well Go to the Rangers taking on the A's, the White Sox, Astros, and the Brewers, Dodgers. Yeah, I don't love doing it, but I have to go with the the, uh, Houston Astros against Johnny Cueto here. The the White Sox still a sub-500 team at home this season, and Johnny Cueto has been less less effective at home. Jose Urquidy, same thing. He's been far less effective on the road, but the uh, the Astros still finding ways to win games on the road, 36-23. Uh, away from Minute Maid this season, and we're getting a decent price with them as well. You know, it's, it's I don't love this time slot it, it, for me to be a lean towards the Astros here. It's the only one I like. I like the uh, I like the White Sox in that one. First ballot Hall of Famer Johnny Cueto <laughs> on the mound, and you know Eric Quitty. The White Sox have won five in a row at home now, so they're starting to put things together. Things are starting to shape up, and now with the Guardians leading the Central, you know it's like. I think it's going to be the White Sox and the Guardians down the stretch battling it out. And uh, I like the Dodgers here against the Brewers. Just, the, I think, the starting pitching matchup. Normally, I'm not big on the starting pitching, but I like it there. And then I like the A's against the Rangers um, as well. So, move to our next one. And it's the Angels and the Mariners and the Giants Diamondbacks. Yeah, and the only one, the only game I liked here was that Angels and uh, Mariners game, and maybe I'll do it as, as the same game parlay. But I like the Mariners, and I like the under as well. Uh, these are two two teams that can just really stifle opposing offenses. I've been really high on the uh, the Angels despite winning five of their last six games. I think Luis Castillo, you know, the real deal for the Mariners. He's going to hold this Angels lineup in check, but. Shohei Otani is going to show up to pitch like he always does. I think this is a, a 3-2 game, whichever way you slice it, but I have it going the way of the Mariners. So give me the uh, Mariners, and I'll also go towards the under 6.5. I like the uh, Mariners in this one, and I like the Giants um, slaughter the Diamondbacks in this one. Giants are kind of turning it on here late in the season. They're not 100% out of it, and of course, you know, two of the teams ahead of them the Padres and the Phillies fully capable of a collapse. And I think the Giants know that. And, uh, you know, they're only five back in the loss column. There's, you know, they, they don't have a, a lot of room for error here, but at the same time, they're not done um, either. But um, the Astros are not plus 175 to win the American League West. Um, that's why we did not answer the question. 
that's if you can get plus 175 on them to win the West, that's great, but that's not the that's not the correct odds. It's not even close. Um, it is it is actually um, the Astros are minus ten thousand to win the West. That is the odds. If you can get it boosted to plus one seventy five, I would say. But they're nice. but that's what they are. They're minus. This guy is at plus one seventy five. They're minus ten thousand. Yeah, I mean, I that that is what they are. You know. Yeah. Um. It's not even close. I mean, they're 13 games ahead of the ahead of the um, the 13 games ahead of of the Mariners, with you know 50 games left to play. It's like how how are they possibly plus 175? It's like that's not even close. I wish. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> if you can get a plus one seventy five, put a nice little wager on it. But, yeah, uh, yeah but no, there's no way. It's minus ten thousand. I'm yeah, looking at no it right way. now. It's minus ten thousand yeah, no, at Bet Rivers. It's minus ten thousand. <laughs> yeah, there's there's no way. And you might be able to get a little better than the minus ten thousand, but I don't think much. And you got a, you got a parlay for today. <laughs> Yeah, the Astros win the division at plus 175. No, <laughs> Overlay. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with the uh, Cleveland Guardians run line in game one. I'll go with the uh, Twins, Royals under, and the uh, Seattle Mariners. I'm going to take the Marlins, parlay them up with the, um, with the Nerfy and the Twins-Royals game. And the Oakland A's. This is Mitch. Chris, thanks for joining us. Quick show today. We will see you tomorrow.